without eating, we can survive for 30 days. Without drinking water, we can survive up to like 11 to 13 days. But without the oxygen, we die in three to five minutes. And yet, people don't really see the importance of the breathing. Breathing is all about expansion, expanding our mind, expanding our organs, expanding our movement, circulation. Everything is all interrelated with the expansion and contraction. And the coming to the core of this uh, movement, it all linked into the breathing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Heal Thyself. What a show we have for you today. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. So much appreciation. I know how valuable time is. I know how valuable that is in, as an asset in our life. And I know that it's hard to allocate more and more. So I see that and I see you for taking the time out, for listening to the work we put into this, really the goal of empowering you and your loved ones. Today, we have a great show. As always. Now, a few months ago, I was in New York City and I met up with Dr. Joshua Park. And he is the founder of the clinic called Motion, which is an acronym that he goes deep into the pillars of health. Now, the reason I brought him on this podcast is because I was so surprised at the holistic model of health. When I went in there, I not only got a full body scan to see my body fat percentage and proportion to my muscle, but I also got a scan of my energetic field, which was really important. And then I got a scan of my alignment, how my shoulders aligned, my hips aligned, my legs aligned. And I was so blown away because each plays into each other. And one big piece that we don't really think about is that alignment piece. How aligned are we not only with our physical body, Right? How aligned are our hips, our feet? Are we putting more weight? And what's the implication of that on one side to the other, but also the energetic body? So Joshua Park today is going to go over all of his learnings for so long. He's seen thousands and thousands and thousands of people in New York City. And he's going to go over what his top takeaway learnings are. And I told him it's very important that we can bring that and disseminate it to you so you can do it at home. So he's going to give you the top things and you're going to be pretty much in shock because you're going to notice how the body, the alignment of the body affects the organs, which affects your stress levels, which can affect your energetic body and vice versa. So it all plays into one. Of course, it's holistic, right? It's not just physical body, mental, emotional, spiritual body. It's one. They all act as one. I can't wait to get them on. Now, for me, I'm talking about my experience, not only at Burning Man, because you know I went there, uh, but there's a big piece that I learned about it after. I'm going to tell you about what I learned there, but after, particularly around how to navigate people who are triggered by you. Now, you don't have, this isn't just about going to Burning Man. It's not, it's not even about that. This show, this knowledge bomb is dedicated to teach you the inevitable. And the inevitable that's going to happen is that people are going to be triggered by you. People are going to be triggered the more you begin to learn how to express yourself, feel comfortable in yourself, people are going to be triggered and you got to know how to navigate it. Because yes, I know you're sensitive and I know that you care about what your family thinks, your friends thinks, your boss thinks, whatever it is. But at some point you're going to need to know where to go and what to do when you begin to trigger people who see the parts of them that are hiding in shame in you. 
It's going to be a good one. So without further ado, thank you for joining the show and let's listen in. Heal thyself. Whoa, that was a, an experience, an experience, you know, um, for those of you who don't know about uh, Burning Man, it is a multiple day festival, about a week and a few days where out of thin air in the middle of the desert in Nevada, there is a full city built and art installations and music and celebration of life. Now, this was created years ago in an effort to really create self-reliance, the self-autonomy piece, right? How am I going to get through all of the hardships, all the good, all the bad, quote unquote. It's about coming back to your authentic self, which you know is up our alley here at Heal Thyself. And it's really about burning the man, the man, right? Like going against what all of the commercialized, uh, authoritative, governmental, everything that is like holding us down as people to burn it and celebrate it. And there is the proverbial man and it's in the form of a statue that is burned on the last day, which unfortunately I didn't get to see because of the rainstorms. So look, my eyes are always open. I've always been internally oriented. So in an external experience, which is really rich when you go to Burning Man, it is everything everywhere all at once, truly. You know, you can go on a block in Burning Man and you can see coffee and matcha right next to it, mini golf, right next to it, body painting, right next to it, a world famous DJ playing and right next to it, line dancing all within a block. And that's just one block. And imagine the next one and the next one and the next one. It's anything you've ever wanted to experience is there. And it's beautiful because you see little children there and you see old people there. You see fully clothed people there. You see naked people there. You see couples in love. You see single people looking for love. You see happiness. You see pain. You see all of it. And it's beautiful because what an expression of the human experience. It is all of the human experience under or within a few square miles compacted in 70, 80,000 people. And I had so much resistance going to it for so long because I didn't want to plan all of the stuff because it's a lot of planning. But really internally, I didn't think I wanted to see the parts of me that I needed to see fully. You know, skincare isn't just about looking good, right? A lot of us want to look good, but it's not just about looking good. It's about nurturing your skin and being well-balanced from the inside out. And, you know, this world is flooded with a bunch of harsh chemicals that are really insulting our skin, our barrier. And you want something truly effective that is safe. Alitura is one of the best in the game. If you never heard of Alitura, you just think of, you might've seen some uh, black bottles with gold writing on it. It's one of the best. And they're always at health events and people are loving them and their quality. Alitura Naturals has crafted a serum that is not only safe, but also incredibly effective. Listen, a lot of you ask me where I get my glow from. This is a huge part of the equation. Their gold serum isn't just another skincare product. It's a testament to the power of natural healing and a commitment to holistic health. It uses organic ingredients like jojoba, olive, rosehip oils, and the gold serum is made organically with plant-derived vitamin A, not synthetic stuff, not that nasty stuff that you're getting in a lot of these over-the-counter products, GHKCU, and marine collagen to revitalize your skin. Alitura Naturals has been using the best ingredients in their products for years. They've been pioneering the path for what truly transformed skin should be. 
So if you're ready to take control of your skin health and experience the pinnacle of natural beauty, I highly recommend checking out Alituria Naturals. For a limited time, you, the Heal Thyself listener, will enjoy the exclusive discount, just the Heal Thyself discount, only for you. That's 20% off of this gold serum. Go to alitura.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com and get that 20% discount. It's amazing stuff. I use it every night before bed and I'm telling you, I'm on fire with my skin in a good way. Check it out. It's been a long time since I promoted a coffee because there's not that many good coffee brands. We got one of the best ones now on Heal Thyself. Are you ready to elevate your coffee game? And experience a brew that's not only delicious, but it's also health focused. Let me introduce you to Purity Coffee. You heard me review them in one of my first ever coffee reviews as one of the best, and then my second ever one as one of the best. And it's one of the best still. It's an ultimate choice for coffee lovers who, who prioritize taste as well as well-being. I'm gonna tell you what makes Purity Coffee stand out from the crowd. Every step in that process is rooted in health-focused principles backed by solid, scientific, research-based, rigorous testing. They use the finest specialty grade organic Arabica beans and then move on to small batch roasting, ensuring that each cup meets the highest standards of quality. But what really sets Purity Coffee apart from all the other coffee brands is their dedication, is my favorite, is their dedication to purity and safety. Their beans undergo third-party testing to ensure they're free of pesticides, toxins, and harmful mycotoxins, those pesky substances that can wreak havoc on your health, causing issues like liver and kidney damage, digestive problems, brain fog, and fatigue. Purity Coffee also has some of the highest antioxidant capacity, and this is important because we have to understand coffee is actually really good for us when we're getting quality coffee. And the reason it's good for us and ensures so many benefits, especially heart health, is because of its antioxidant capacity. Purity has one of the highest antioxidants that you're going to find in coffee, giving you a powerful dose of healthy, boosting compounds with every sip. Purity Coffee is grown on regenerative organic farms that prioritize soil health, animal welfare, and community well-being. They have certifications by USDA Organic, Rainforest Alliance, and Smithsonian Bird Friendly. You can also trust Purity Coffee is not only good for you, but also good for the planet. They have a range of roasts from their light medium roast with sweet fruity notes and their dark roast with rich bold taste. So to try out one of my favorite coffees in existence and one that I recommend to everyone still to this day, I've been doing it for years, is Purity Coffee. Go to puritycoffee.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your first purchase. That is P-U-R-I-T-Y-C-O-F-F-E-E.com and use the code DRG for 30% off of your order. For me, two things really stuck out. The sense of openness when people just turn off from the matrix. When people move away from this default world that we live in, the I have a job, the I have to go to work, the I have bills to pay, the economy that we live in, the government, the rules, when, we, when people turn that off and come back, not to a fantasy, but truly reality. I mean, this is how people should live in full expression, in community and collaboration and love and openness. There's no money there. So... If you're looking for something, you see a new level of generosity, a level of generosity from people that you're not used to. You're used to people being self-sustaining, autonomous. I'm here for me. And once I get mine, then I can give and get whatever or give whatever else people need. And experiencing the opposite was so refreshing. So, so refreshing. To be honest, I would say, out of the 70, 80,000 people there, 90% of the people would give you the shirt off their back, even if it was freezing cold. That's how open and generous and willing and back to love and back to their hearts people are. 
I've had conversations with people of all different walks of life just by being invited to sit on a couch and talk over Turkish coffee, right? Over matcha, having a conversation with, with someone seven years old who has so much life wisdom, having a conversation with a young couple, right? Learning about what their hardships are, what they went through and, and having a newborn, what it's like, you know, learning all these things is so powerful and empowering because there's a sense of freedom, but there's also a sense of community. If someone was to look for something or get hurt, everyone wants to help. Contrary to what you may have seen on news reports or have heard from other people, none of that is true. And unless you go there and experience it yourself, unless you go there and experience it yourself, it's really hard for me to respect someone who has a negative opinion without seeing it and experiencing it themselves because I was one of those people. I was one of the people who said, nah, I ain't going to this festival. It's too woo-woo. It's too crazy. It's too like, ah, uh, it's just dirty. And like, oh, I made all the excuses. I need to shower all the time. And how am I going to sleep? Every excuse under the book until you surrender, which is what I'm going to go into in a little bit. Until you surrender. And when you surrender, you notice that your heart opens. And when your heart opens, you notice that you're back to who you are. Because essentially we're living in our head in this matrix default world that we live in of all the things that we need to do to survive in this system forces us to live in our head. But when you put your phone down for a week, when you have nothing to do, no obligations, right? And you don't have to go to Burning Man for this. You know, if you have a, everyone takes some sort of vacation, if they have luxury to do it, if you put your phone down and have nothing to do and start coming back to yourself and start feeling into community and sending an experience like this and feeling into art and seeing the beauty of art reflecting the beauty within you, right? The beauty of music it reflecting the movement of the body, the energy that wants to move, the, the reflection of just community and collaboration, you start coming back to yourself. And that's the magic of Burning Man. But the biggest magic is this, biggest magic. And I, and I said this on a post, which I'm going to start going into in a minute, but the biggest magic of, of Burning Man, or to me, even just life, is that when you surrender to the expectations of the way that you think things are going to be, or the way things are, or should be, or should turn out, when you surrender your egoic, small-minded, logical, goal-oriented way of you thinking that you know better... When you surrender to what you're looking for is looking for you, the whole experience changes because then you're in alignment. And then what you're looking for shows up to you and for you much faster. People go, hey, Burning Man is such a portal. It's like all this energy. I agree, but I don't think that's the magic. I think the magic is when you come back to your intuition and you listen and you follow you begin to experience everything you're looking for. For example, there was a morning my friend and I were looking for matcha, right? And mind you, this isn't like a type in on your phone where to find the nearest matcha booth because it doesn't work that way. You ain't got no service there. It's not like, you know, we can take an Uber to the nearest matcha cafe because that's not happening. So essentially, in this grand city, we have to find matcha. That's what we wanted. Now, when you look for something, you expect for it to go like this. I want matcha. And in, under these circumstances, probably the most efficient way would be to look for it, drive up and down the streets, which we did, or 
drive up and down the streets and just start asking around. If there's a coffee place, do you know of a matcha place? That would be the logical way to find things. And that'd be the way we expect things to unfold. I want matcha. Let's drive around. Oh, here's a coffee place. Hi, coffee person. Do you know where there's matcha? Oh, you don't? Hi, other coffee person. Do you know where there's matcha? Oh, you do. It's on this street. Yay, we found matcha. Boom. But oftentimes life doesn't work that way. It doesn't work the way that you think it should. So instead, my friend and I are driving on our bikes looking for matcha. And on the way there, we both have this intuitive hit because there's this music playing out of a tent, but it's really good music. And like my bike slowed down and I saw him slow his bike down. So I'm like, you hear this music. I hear this music. I go, okay, forget the matcha for a moment. Let's go see this music. Who's playing? It's so awakening and aliving, right? And and, and this this is the universe. This is God. This is how the way it talks to you through feeling, through intuition, through emotion. And we're pulled into this tent. And before we go into the tent, we have to park our bikes. So we start locking up our bikes and I'm locking it up and I go on one knee and I lock up my bike and then I look up and there's a board and it says matcha in big letters, right? The way we didn't expect it, but what happened? We listened to our intuition. We were both pulled by this awesome music coming out of a tent that we couldn't even see what was in there and who was in there. But we were pulled and we listened. We stopped because something inside of us said, stop. Something inside of us said, turn around. Something inside of us said, park your bike and go into this tent. But before we could even go to the tent, we found what we were looking for because it was looking for us. I say that not because I'm saying Burning Man is magic. It is. But your life is magic. And you can do the same. When you surrender to the way you think things are supposed to be, the way things are supposed to go, and you allow your intuition to pull you. Is this person that's been presented in your life, do you feel that pull like I felt the pull to that music in the tent? Do you feel the pull to this person? Or maybe you feel the pull to stop and all of a sudden walk into this store, right? Maybe you're looking for a new business partner, someone who's really well-versed in design, someone who's really well-versed in creativity because you're the logical back-end person, right? Maybe you want to start a business, for example, and you're walking in the street and you hear music coming out of a, a beautiful shop and you're like, ah, you know, I'm not really into kimonos. I don't, I don't really, I, that's not my thing. But your intuition is saying, come in, come in, come in. And you go in and you meet this person and you might not be into kimonos, but you might meet this person who's incredibly creative, looking for a new job, right? And that's how things happen. Stop trying to plan for things the way that you think things should go because the universe or God laughs at your plans because it's not going to be that way. When you surrender and have faith that what you're looking for is looking for you and trust with blind faith and have the most amount of blind faith you ever can, trust that you're going to experience what you're looking for and surrender and let go, I promise you it'll come. I want to shift gears for a moment. I came back from Burning Man and I made a post. And my God, was it met with so much love and fear. So much fear. I was in shock, actually. But it brought up a really important thing that I need to talk about. You know, what I saw was a lot of fear, a lot of fear-based comments, um, a lot of judgment for someone just going and having an experience. My God, isn't it crazy that we judge someone for having an experience, whether good or bad, right? We judge people because we think we know the right way. And we judge people because we think we know the wrong way. 
not ever understanding just a little bit deeper that maybe the quote unquote wrong way in your eyes is the exact way that person needs to experience their right way. It's a lot more complex than you think. It's not that your mindset and your experience is the only way. Your experience is true because that's the life that you've experienced. And it's very much so valid. In your experience, you might know that cotton candy ain't good for you. And in your experience, apples may be good for you. But you shouldn't stop someone from trying cotton candy and having their experience with cotton candy. And you shouldn't judge someone for having cotton candy and not choosing an apple. You should allow people to have their experience and learn for themselves. And it was exactly this. So much fear, so much judgment. But I want more importantly, because it's not about the fear and judgment I saw in the comments. It's more importantly about you. Can you allow someone to have their experience? Can you allow someone to have all of the joy and glory in their experience without getting jealous? And can you allow someone to have all of the pain and the hardship and the falls without being self-righteous? Because that's not your place. And it's not our place to judge the reckoning of someone else's soul. Let their soul live. Let people live. Let people have their experience. Stop judging people for being themselves. Stop judging people for making the decisions that they need to experience just because you don't agree with it. Let people have their experience and let them live their lives. But more importantly, how do you navigate someone who is judging you and your authenticity? You know me. You know the stuff I talk about. I've covered so much on this show. I've criticized Oatly. <laughs> I've criticized Alani New Energy Drinks. I've criticized chips. I've talked about air filters, sleep, sex, movement, exercise, muscle, hormones, gut. I've talked about it all, brain. But you know that it always falls back into this piece of authenticity. It falls back into, are you being you? Regardless of all the health hacks you're doing, are you being you? And that's the most important thing. Are you being you? That's the biggest question. Are you allowing yourself to be you without fear, without shame? We are pre-programmed very long time since we were kids by parents, by society, by culture, by religion to be a certain person. And we live life as the person that you are. We live life as the person we've became only as a function for the most part, only as a function of I'm only safe to be this person because then I'll be accepted by parents, culture, society, and religion. My God, who are you? Are you even fully in the know that the you that you are doesn't align with the you that your soul wants to be? Because if you're not who your soul wants to be, then what are you doing in life? Who are you? We're not living life to the fullest. You're not draining life for the last drip the last breath you take, I promise you, on your deathbed, you're going to go back and regret that you were too scared to be who you were. That's, I promise you that. I've, I've been around enough cancer patients on their deathbed to know what regret looks like. And the number one regret I've seen in people dying on their deathbed is that they never allowed themselves to be who they were. They were living in their ego. They had too much fear and shame to say the things they needed to say to embody the person they wanted to embody. They were fearing judgment of other people. They wish they lived the life that they wanted to. They wish they did the job they wanted to do. They wish they did more art. They wish they said that I love you more to the people around them. And they just weren't being authentic. 
Do you want to be on your deathbed and have that realization? Or do you want to die before you die? Let your egoic part of you that is in fear and in shame and conditioned by so many of these bodies that are trying to control you, can you be you? Right? For better or for worse, but it's controlling you. Can you be you? Right? Because ultimately what's going to happen is this. The more authentic you are in your expression and who you are, the more you are going to be judged by other people because you are not going to fit the paradigm of who they think that you should be. And more importantly, you're going to trigger them. You're going to trigger the parts of them that they wish they wish would surface and that they can embody. You're going to trigger shame and fear in them. And people have two choices. When you're authentically you, people have two choices. They're going to look at you and the mirror is going to reflect back to them, the part of them that they are hiding from themselves. And they're so full of shame to express and so full of fear, but they've always wanted to do. And it's eliciting jealousy and anger within them. And then they're going to yell at you. That's going to happen inevitably. Or they're going to see you in your full expression. And that mirror that you are is going to reflect back to them, the part of them that needs healing. And they're going to thank you for it. And they're going to celebrate you for it. And you're going to help heal them because you're going to awaken a part of them that they know has been hiding. Now, the former is going to be more common. The latter is going to be harder. But shout out to all the people who have the wherewithal and take that sacred pause and go, hold on, why am I being triggered? Instead of reacting, why am I being triggered by this person? Oh, wow. This person's bigness, authentic expression, bigness, taking up a room without fear is not that, oh, that person's being too loud. Who do they think they are? They just want attention and all the excuses we make. Or, wow, I wish I was that big. Why can't I be that big? The answer is you can. That person is reminding you of who you are. So I tell you this, this is going to happen as you shed the parts of you that are not you, as you shed the parts of you that have been conditioned by society, culture, religion, parents, whatever it is, and you begin to expand who you are, come back to more of you, stop living in fear of judgment from whoever, whether it's your parents or even God, stop living in the judgment that you think you're being judged. And my God, come back to being a good person, come back to being full of life, full of authentic expression without shame, fear, guilt, and letting yourself be yourself, cry when you need to, yeah. Get angry when you need to, but don't put it out on other people. Give love and joy to people. Give affirmations to people and wear what the fuck you want. Wear the outfits you want. Paint your nails if you want. Color your hair if you want. Get the jewelry you always wanted. Get the tattoo you always wanted. Self-express yourself. Your soul is dying, is dying under a lead blanket every single day, the more you're not choosing to be who you are. And the first step to be who you are is taking a moment and asking yourself, am I being who I truly am? And you're going to notice that you're not. You're going to notice that you're too scared to. But I promise you, as you get over that hill, it's blissful because you're going to be you. And this is what the world needs. We need you to be you. Because the more you are you, the more you heal other people. And the more you heal other people, the more you make the world a better place. And that is the gift of not burning man, but of you and your capability and your capacity to come back to change the world just by one decision. I have on the show today a holistic physical therapist, Dr. Joshua Park. If you-, you know, when it comes to overall health, the little daily habits can make a huge difference. Take flossing, for example. Seems like such a minor thing, right? But taking good care of your teeth and gums does way more than just prevent cavities and bad breath. 
Emerging research shows that it can actually support whole body health and may even prevent cognitive decline as you age. That's wild, right? That's why I'm really excited to tell you about this awesome company called Slate and their game-changing three-in-one electric flosser. It's the only product out there that flosses your teeth, massages your gums, and even scrapes your tongue to remove bacteria to promote fresher breath. I've been using the Slate Flosser for about a month now, and I'm hooked. Unlike regular floss picks that you have to jam into your mouth, this electric flosser does all the work for you with 12,000 sonic vibrations per minute, really cleaning out them gums. The innovative gum sweeps give your gums a gentle massage to increase circulation too. And let's not forget the built-in tongue scraper to help zap bad breath at the source. So to start one of the easiest and healthiest daily habits with the Slate Electric Flosser, Go to slateflosser.com and use the code DRG to get 10% off of your very own flosser. That's 10% off of your easy-to-use Slate Electric Flosser at slateflosser.com slash DRG, S-L-A-T-E-F-L-O-S-S-E-R.com, and the code is DRG. You know, living a long life is great. It is. We all want to live longer. But what's even better is living those years in good health, right? Free of the chronic diseases and the ailments. Unfortunately for many, the gap between lifespan and health span is way too wide. And we spent our last years ill, not enjoying our life to the fullest. And that's why I'm always into research-based products, quality supplements that are coming out to you, the highest, the best of the best, some of the best rigorously tested supplements. And one of my favorite companies across the board is Momentus. And they have two that I use every single day creatine and collagen. These are the two powerhouses at work. I've been opened and I've been working out more four times a week. I'm lifting heavy weights and these are staples. And, I, and not just me, I think everyone should be out working out, building muscle, staples to muscle repair and muscle growth. But what sets Momentus apart from the rest is its clinically researched formulas. For the collagen, it delivers 15 grams of collagen, supporting your body in various ways. And it's not just one type of collagen, it's all the types of collagen, right? A lot of companies just have one type of collagen. You want all the types of your body's absorbing and utilizing this collagen the way you desire the body to use it. But boy, oh boy, the gold standard for working out, if you're not on this, you don't even have to be working out. You can use it for your brain. It's creatine. Momentous creatine is fantastic. There's no fillers, no additive, pure, effective ingredients you can trust. Trust is everything when it comes to supplements. Momentous third-party test. There's no surprises. What you see on the package is what you get. So if you're like me, you want to feel your body with the best of the best, go to livemomentous.com and use the code DRG for 15% off of creatine and collagen and all their top-notch products. That is L-I-V-E-M-O-M-E-N-T-O-U-S.com with the code DRG for your discount. You saw my stories back when I was in New York a few months ago. I went to this place called Motion. And what I did was a comprehensive analysis of my external body, my internal body, and my emotions. And it was really, really powerful to learn about some things I didn't know, even as a doctor, some things I didn't know that were going on in my body, which we're going to go into in a little bit, but how that dictated the way my body was handling stress, the, the signals that were my, my body was getting from the environment and how it was affecting me downstream. Now, this was mind-blowing enough that I said, hey, I got to get this guy on the show. So welcome to the show, Dr. Josh. Thank you for having me, Dr. G. Yeah, that, I mean, I know your your heart is around this this patient centered, holistic, yeah, just approach to care, and I and I love it so much. And I just want to bring that to your attention and and everyone who's listening. I mean, this guy really loves his work and has so much heart behind it. But at, before we start on this, we're gonna go right from the get go. Okay, is the most important intervention for our health 
something that we're not even looking at, breathing. Yes. And and to I what level? The, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I've I'm up to this date. I'm so surprised that uh, most people who are in the health and wellness don't really think about the breathing too much. So just uh, from the biological perspective, without without eating, we can survive for 30 days. Without drinking water, we can survive up to like 11 to 13 days. But without the air, without the oxygen, we die in three to five minutes. And yet, people don't really see the importance of the breathing. And breathing is not about just uh, breathing through your lungs, you know. Breathing is uh, about expansion, expanding our mind, expanding our like organs, expanding our movement, circulation. Everything is all interrelated with the expansion and contraction. And the coming to the core of this uh, movement, it all linked into the breathing. Mm. So, so when you say we ain't breathing right, are you, I mean, I feel like I'm breathing and uh, I ain't dead yet, right? So what, do you, what does breathing right even look like? How are we supposed to feel and what are the benefits when we know that we are breathing right? Okay, so uh, in average, people breathe about 20 to 22,000 times a day. And think about you're doing a bicep curls, right? If you do three sets of 10 of a bicep curl, your bicep will become really strong and tight. But imagine you're doing this for 2,000 times a day, you know, 24-7. Then bicep will become really tight. You won't even able to expand. Same thing. Our main respiratory muscles that we have to breathe is through your, our diaphragm. But because of our lifestyle, because of the stress, we are just uh, surrounded by so much stimulus and that upregulate our sympathetic system, which is fight or flight. Because we're so stressed out, people start becoming more uh, habitual mouth breather or the neck breather. So always tensing up their neck so much. And because of our vagus nerve, that's uh, regulating our parasympathetic system, which is in right at our neck, gets uh, compressed. And because of that, body people don't know how to calm themselves. How don't, I don't know. They don't know how to downregulate the sympathetic system. That's why circulation starts to be poor circulation, poor sleep, poor digestion, and mus muscle tightness. Everything is all interrelated because of because of the poor breathing. Mm. And we think about, you know, if we're suffering with digestive issues, which are downstream, we, we, we go to the gastroenterologist and they check us out and they might give us heartburn medication, right? Or, or, or we just go pick up something for our gas or constipation. But what you're saying is it's more upstream and it can be right at the neck where we're breathing improperly that our neck is so tense that it's impinging on the vagus nerve. Is that what you're saying? <sighs> Yes, 100%. You're, you're 100% right. So as we so, do... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. I know, I know you had some... Okay, so as we do this, we have this vagus nerve impinged. Mm -hmm. Our neck muscles are tight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it, how, how do we start re-regulating our breathing, not bringing up our shoulders, not tightening our neck, pulling with our scalenes? What do we start doing? And how does even... It's so funny that I'm asking this. How oh, does normal okay. breathing look? 
So, so to understand the, what's the breathing is about, is about we have to first understand what's made up of our human body, you know? Our body is made up of six subsystems, muscle, organ, circulation, emotion, articular joint, and nervous system. And these are all interrelated to, through the breathing, meaning if people are so used to breathe through their uh, neck so much, they don't know what it feels to have a like proper diaphragmatic breathing. So I think the first, the biggest uh, thing for people to understand what's a proper breathing is, is that they have to find the practitioner or the someone who really understand the breathing so that they can be guided. Mm. You know, it's because like, it, uh, like I said, if the person is too tensed up and their pain threshold or the all the threshold is upregulated to the sympathetic states, somebody needs to guide them, bring them to the radical parasympathetic states so that they understand what it feels to breathe through the stomach. So, yeah, I think that's the first thing. Second thing, we're living in the state where everything is all like overstimulus. So we have a five senses in our system. What we hear, what we see, what we smell, what we touch, what we taste. These are the all five senses. But so many people, even when they eat, when they breathe, when they see, they're multitasking everything. So we're not focusing on each sensory system. So like uh, in order to go back to the breathing, the first thing they have to focus is uh, bring back to the mindfulness of the each senses. What they see, what they hear, what they smell, what they test, what they touch, they have to first become mindful and then understand what it, like touching the table, what does it like, feel like? And how does that like affecting their breathing? Mm. So everything we have to go back to mindfulness of the their sensory system. Yeah, so it sounds to me that it's an easy barometer because when it's free, how, when we're connecting to our senses, how is that affecting our breathing, you're saying? So let's say, for example, I'm in a room and I hear music, is my breathing changing? If I'm in a room mm. and I see a bird fly by outside the window, how is my breathing changing, right? If I'm about to eat and I can smell the food, is my breathing changing? If I'm tasting it, mm -hmm. is my breathing ta changing? It does the fork against my fingers, is my breathing changing? So mm -hmm. what, what, what you're really saying is how to bring presence through our, se our senses to bring us back into that parasympathetic state, correct? Yes, yes, 100% correct. And what's, what's happening as we're activating our senses, presence, and awareness? What's happening as our nervous system is shifting? How is that benefiting? Oh, okay. So when we are shifting from the sympathetic to parasympathetic states, we're not just talking about the nervous system, but we're expanding our energy field. So when people think about the body, Right now, our current medicine is to focus on the physical and biochemical like uh, body. But one body that elements that a lot of uh, medicine is neglecting is the uh, energetical body. So our emotion is a part of the like energy. 
So if we are always sympathetically overdriven, we're always too focused, narrow down, tunnel vision. But once we go into the radical parasympathetic states, our peripherals expand, our energy field expands. Then, then we can be able to accept this new energy, new vibes. And then we become more um, yeah, open to uh, like positive vibes, the way I see. Mm. So essentially what I'm hearing is as you're in a calmer state with your parasympathetic, more activated, more present, more aware, you're receiving more. You're receiving more of that energy that is more in that calm state, which makes sense. I mean, like how many times are we running out of the door, trying to grab our keys, putting on a shoe when we're halfway out the door, forgetting to lock it, going back to lock it, going in the car, driving. And then of course, we're experiencing stressful situations in that state, right? Because we're so, our energy is so dense and we're compressing that. Mm -hmm. so, so the same goes as when we're in that peaceful state, we're, we're attracting in many ways more peace. All of a sudden, everyone's sort of driving slower on the road or seemingly driving slower on the road, right? All of a sudden, you notice the birds more. All of a sudden, you notice the person walking very gently. It's sort of like your awareness is, is shifting to receiving on the energetic field, you're saying. Yes. Hmm. So if you look at from the Eastern medicine perspective, we have a yin and yang. Yang energy is about the expressing the energy outside. But in order to express, our body needs to be filled with the energy. But when we just keep express energy out, one day we're gonna come to the point where we got nothing to give, you know? We wanna care for other people, but we got nothing to give. So what I'm trying to say, there's gotta be balance between the yin and yang. Right now the world is all about expressing energy. But through proper breathe, when we bring our nervous system to the parasympathetic states, our body expands the energies. Instead of uh, giving out, we can also receive from the earth. Mm, that's powerful. I mean, on an, I mean, I fully agree with that on an energetic standpoint. It's hard to receive when you're in sympathetic, I'm really stressed out. Because all you're receiving is more stress. Now, mm -hmm. you mentioned different systems in our body. And we haven't talked much about the musculoskeletal system, but I wanna talk a little bit about how that's integrated with our overall health. And my experience is when I came in, you took a, a full body, uh, basically map of, of how my alignment looks. And then that went into the internal, checking the, the body fat, the weight, all these things, and then we did the energetic. But on the musculoskeletal standpoint, a lot of us are overlooking how imbalances affect our body. For me, example, mm. my shoulder, my right shoulder was lower. Can we talk mm. a little bit about how that, just a, a small little imbalance of a shoulder going lower or a hip going higher or a twist too much to the left or to the right, how that affects systems in our body and what systems does it affect? Yes, 100%. Okay, so uh, just talking about the right shoulder drop, right? Our body, somehow, through the homeostatic uh, regulation, we're trying to find a balance. So if something drops, our body needs to try to compensate by trying to rebalance by shifting neck to the left side, right? So one thing drops, in order to keep the center of mass to the center, our neck starts to side bend to the left. 
when that happens is uh, our spine starts to like uh, st starts to get twisted, especially at the neck level, like C1, like uh, occipital. When the C1, C2 start to shift, that also affecting our jawline, right? So when our jaw gets to shifted, our occlusion or the contact of our teeth starts to get shifted. Then because of that, people start to grind their teeth. Because they're grinding teeth, they cannot go to the proper sleep, you know, always in the light sleeper, you know, especially nowadays, people using the aura, when I look at their teeth, they're like 80, 90%, they're either grinding teeth or have a sleep apnea. And sleep apnea, people don't see the correlation between sleep apnea or grinding teeth with the drop shoulder. But once I start to introduce, educate why they're interconnected, then they start to, uh, and once we correct them, their sleep apnea or the grinding teeth, sleep issue, all gets a result. And then if we look at the bottom, because of the shoulders starts to drop, hip needs to counterbalance by shifting one side goes up and one side goes down. And because of that, the organ starts to get more compressed. And each organ in the five element theory in the, the, the oriental medicine, each organ, not only it has a like, digestive function, but each organ also interrelated with the emotional states. For instance, when our body gets uh, compressed to the one side, it causes uh, too much stress. And then that stimulates our, our adrenal gland to produce more the cortisol, stress hormone. But the building block of the cortisol is the cholesterol. And cholesterol is synthesized from the liver. And besides the producing of cholesterol, liver has like 500 different functions. And if liver is doing too many work at the same time to produce or using too much energy to produce the cholesterol, then it cannot do other functions. That's why liver function goes, starts to go down and liver in terms of emotion is related with the anger. So people who have a deficient in the liver function or liver energy, they become easily get anger or they easily get ticked off. So just by dropping shoulder, increase the stress that affecting the liver function, that also affecting the, uh, the SIBO. SIBO is not just about the fungal infection or this uh, unhealthy gut. It's about the cystic duct, which uh, they could send the biles from the gallbladder because it gets obstructed. What I'm trying to say is that shoulder drop causes like, uh, you know, grinding teeth to the digestive issue, to the emotional distress. Everything is all interconnected. And that's what I wanted to highlight. Something like a misaligned shoulder, left side or mm. right side, is going mm. to cause downstream symptoms. And as you mentioned, yes. it can go from teeth to sleep to digestion to emotional dysregulation, all because we're out of alignment, right? So then mm -hmm. that begs the question, what drops our shoulders? Ah, so it can be a many different things. But uh, 90% of our, so 
most people, 90% of our population, is actually have a right low, uh, right side is a lower for specific reasons. For instance, liver is our biggest organ in the human body. It's still located on our right side. So because of the gravity is a favoring on the right side, naturally our body, the right shoulder starts to drop lower. And then second thing is uh, uh, our communication, the language, like development is uh, coming from our left brain. So soon as we start to talk, that just uh, develops our left brain more, which, which is a left brain is uh, dominating our right. All right, let's face it, with all the toxins we're exposed to nowadays with processed foods, pollutants, and even stress, our poor livers have been working overtime. If you've been feeling sluggish, bloated, or just overall rundown, it may be time to give your hardworking liver some extra love and support. That is where Organifi's Liver Detox comes in. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfoods. This convenient little capsule contains a powerhouse blend of clinically studied superfood ingredients specifically designed to remove excess toxins and improve digestion, promote healthier energy levels, and just overall liver health. Now, one of the key ingredients is artichoke leaf extract, which has been clinically proven to help detoxify the liver and digestive tract. Then you got the all-star liver protector. You heard of it, milk thistle, an herb that has been used for centuries to give your liver a big old hug. That's not all. Organifi's liver detox also contains dandelion root, one of my favorite ones of all time, which is loaded with vitamins and minerals to promote healthy liver function and digestion. And finally, Trophalia, an ancient Ayurvedic formula packed with antioxidants that have been traditionally used as a powerful liver tonic, one of my favorite ones too. So whether you're dealing with sluggish digestion, low energy, or just want to give your body's main detox engine a little extra love, Organifi's Liver Detox has your back. Just take one to three capsules at any point during the day to start supporting your liver's natural detox pathways. All of us need to be supporting our liver. If you want to experience the energy boosting, liver supporting effects of this fantastic formula, head to OrganifiShop.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I shop.com slash DRG. So it helps favoring more of the right side. That's why most people are right-handed because of this uh, development of the left side. And then the, uh, and then uh, our lifestyle, sedentary lifestyle. If we are moving, then we can start to move left and right side more. But because we're working the fixated the posture, it's just a feed, this a pattern more and more. And then stress, stiffening everything just uh, lowers the, our right side even more and compressing whatever is the dominant side is becoming more compressed and becomes more tight. Mm. So again, it's multiple things that can be affecting. I mean, you're just saying by virtue of being a human and having a liver and most of us being left brained uh, is gonna mm -hmm. affect our, our right side pretty much. Um, yes. For, so for the folks who are listening and go, wait a minute, I just looked in the mirror and my left shoulder is a little bit lower. What's going on on the mm. left side then? Okay. That's a very good question. So people who have a left-sided, uh, low, like a lower the left side can be multiple factors. Let's say uh, people who injured their, the, the right foot, you know, had a like meniscus tear or right, uh, like sprain in the right ankle when they were young, 
and not be able to put trying to avoid putting the weight on the right side and body is trying to compensate by shifting more to the left side even after this injury gets better body starts to develop the pattern and habits and if these patterns are not repatterned or addressed even though there's no pain our amygdala is a keep avoiding to put the weight on the certain side that's why bodies keep compensating to the other side that's why they start to developing this uh, lower the left shoulder or any other body patterns mm. so one thing we did we didn't mention and i want to ask you can tattoos affect your alignment which ultimately affects your overall health 100% yes so tattoo or any surgery that's uh to our body is a trauma and then if there's especially the tattoo so where we have like very a thin skin like a sensitive area because of the 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 pain or the scars body trying to avoid to put the weight or the try to avoid the area so when they try to breathe when they try to walk they try to put the less pressure on the area and just overcompensating on the the other side and as time goes on we just develop this a faulty pattern and that leads to like poor breathing poor movement and all this a vicious cycle mm. so so yeah, the, the, i want you to just take an extra step yeah so let's say for me i had a, a rib tattoo right and and that's a thin area very sensitive known to be one of like the most painful parts so I had a rib tattoo. So can can, can we talk about sort of, I, I guess, where I got the rib tattoo, you're saying my body didn't want to put any weight or any movement on it. So instead of favoring that side for anything, my right shoulder began to drop more. Is this what I'm hearing right? So because of that right shoulder drop, what what was the chain of things downstream that started to begin? Dr. G, for your case, I remember you had uh, the, the tattoo on your left rib. And because of the, the location of the tattoo was where the, your intercostal, the rib, the breathing muscles. So you're avoiding to contract those muscles. And because of that, your body was sideline, like side bending to the right side even more so that this area don't have to contract as much. But as a result that uh, you're not breathing or the putting weight on the left side it led to uh, dropping your right shoulder and your hip because center of mass was shifting to the right side your hips started to shift to the right and your left ankle started to roll in so there was a yeah so this tattoo led for your body to shift to the right side and center of mass to the right side and you're overusing the left side and then right right side of your body was so compressed mm. and all because of the tattoo right and and so for me that was uh, at least on the surface was creating a lot of uh tingling down my leg the compression the compression was a big thing um uh but can it can it affect theoretically then this misalignment which was personalized to me but anyone viewing and listening you can look in the mirror see what your misalignment may be can it cause digestive issues downstream Yes. So, 
We have uh, two types of uh, reflex system. It's the somato reflex, somato visceral reflex, meaning our musculoskeletal system is affecting our organs. The other one is a visceral somatic reflex, meaning our organ function is affecting our spine. But if our shoulder gets dropped on the one side, then that the structural change is affecting the 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 nerves that going down to the organs, and the organs not getting a proper neural signaling, and because of that, that's causing a digestive issue, especially around the the T ten to like a T twelve region is where the phrenic nerve, which is a breathing diaphragm muscle, the nerve is is uh, you know spreading. If that area gets compressed we're not able to get the proper breathing and because of the diaphragm is not functioning properly that can lead to the the heartburn acid reflux and that can also affecting the digestive issues mm. and that's just by uh, misalignment yes and then one more thing is that the, from the energetical perspective right shoulder is uh, related with the liver function and when one side, especially the right side, gets dropped, you know, the gravity is pulling more force on the right side that's affecting too much function on the right side. That's why this uh, stress on the right side can lead to the liver dysfunction. That liver dysfunction is causing the bile, bile disruption. That's why like any uh, SIBO, again, candida, it's uh, coming from uh, not be able to digest the fat protein proper way, and this gets uh, fermented in the small intestine, and leading as uh, like gut disorders. Right, and 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 we're treating it as if it's just specific, and localized just to the gut, um, but mm -hmm. but but in reality, it, we have to think more holistically, and this is why I actually wanted to bring you on the show is because. We have to think of our body, our alignment, our muscles, um, how it's connecting to everything else. It's not just you have digestive issues, you need this supplement. You have digestive issues, you know, you need to take this heartburn medication. It's much, much more than that. And, and I hope that at least my, my case where my right shoulder was dropped and we could start seeing the big picture of how it's affecting the different organs and, and why. So... There's other parts of our holistic approach or the holistic approach you take at motion. The O stands for what? Organ. Okay, so the, we, we, we know that the organs, as you mentioned, are connected to the muscle signaling, right? And the muscles to the organs, mm -hmm. right? So, yes. uh, so C then stands for? Mm -hmm. Circulation. So when it comes mm -hmm. to circulation, mm -hmm. you know, in my head, I think about, oh, cold fingertips and, and you know, maybe pale skin, but there, there's more in your perspective for circulation, the things we need to watch out for. So how do we know if we have poor circulation in our body and what are the, some of the things that we can be doing to have that better circulation and better overall health? Okay. So, uh, the signs and symptoms that you have a poor circulation is first, you know, like poor sleep quality, you know, like, uh, if you're getting six to eight hours sleep, you should feel refreshed. But if no matter how long you get sleep, but you still not feel refreshed, that means uh, there's a circulation issue. 
and grinding teeth is another reason of the symptoms that you have a poor circulation or calf tightness, cold hand, cold feet, you know, and nowadays, especially for women, constipation, menstrual cramp. If people have a constipation or menstrual cramp, is a main like a, that's a key symptoms that the people have a poor circulation. Mm. And very common for so many people. You know how many when I used to really be uh, treating uh, and 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 in practice, a lot of women would come with both constipation and menstrual cramps. Uh, mm. So and and again, a circulation thing. So what are some of the things that we can do to better our circulation? So uh, at home, the easiest thing that you can do, couple things, is a uh, walk on the ground with their bare feet on the like a uh, ground. We call earthing. Like many people talk about the earthing. So walking bare feet on the soil is the one thing that people can do. Second thing is walk backwards. You know, people, you know, from the day we born and as we start to develop walk, we are just, uh, you know, we just walk forward. That's why we just tend to overdevelop our quads our like calf but what we have to do is that we have to start walk backwards so that we our muscles on the back also can be strengthened or balanced no one really ever talks about walking backwards um but we think about the balance it, it sort of makes sense like the importance of that now we're getting to my favorite part of uh the acronym motion and it's the e the emotional mm -hmm. part yes what role do emotions play on our overall health? First and foremost, general question, but I want to know what your take on it. Nowadays, the emotion is the most important element that affect our whole health. I really believe 21st century from now on, all these uh, disorders will be coming from the emotional distress. It's a powerful statement. <laughs> It's a very powerful mm -hmm. statement. So then that begs the question because you work so much with the body. It, it, we talked about body dysfunction actually can be causing emotional processes or is it the other way around? The emotional processes are really causing some body dysfunction. Uh, so you can, uh, though I see it two ways, but I really see emotional distress is causing a lot of uh, body dysfunction and when people are under high stress i think stress is the root of all distress like root of all the health issue when people are in so much worries anxiety or sadness that just upregulates our nervous system and even though there's no threats nothing is going on our body do not know how to relax and because of that that just uh yeah, constrict everything that that leads to so emotional stress causes uh like our circulation to constrict it, and because there's poor circulation, our muscles is not getting proper uh, nutrient or the oxygen, so muscle becomes tight, and because of that, our body tend to favor to the our dominant side. Most people is the right side. Or people who had a trauma is just a non-dominant side or this uh, compensation pattern. And that just uh, lead to an increase of muscle imbalance. 
and that leads to a like a circulation issue and that leads to a, the digestive issue sleep issue and everything and because of their worriness yeah. or the emotional like stress i agree and i and this is exactly what i've seen for so long and I'm really happy that you're saying these things and, and saying how important it is for the viewers and listeners to go, hey, you know, actually emotions are really, really high up there, you know, and something that we need to prioritize first. Um, in the articular joints, you said you mm. mentioned that's the A. A lot of us don't, I mean, I've never done a show on joints and joint health, but how important is that when it comes to us working as a fluid system? Hmm. So we have but three receptors. One is the extraceptors, which is a five senses. What we see, like a five senses are extraceptors. And then proprioceptor is the, what the roles of the joints. I'll talk about this, but the last one is the interceptors. It's awareness, our emotional states. You know, who am I? What am I doing? You know, my egos are all interceptors. What that connects the extraceptors and interceptors are the proprioceptors. Our body needs to understand what we are doing. And uh, on our joint, we have thing called mechanoreceptors. At the end range, our joints, let's say we can move from the 80, uh, 180 degrees. The mechanoreceptors are focused, are staying at the almost at the last 10 degrees on each side. And when we don't stimulate those uh, mechanoreceptors, our proprioceptors are not like working the optimal ways. So we only work in certain range, not uh, not getting inducing those uh, mechanoreceptors. Then that's also numbing down our like five senses and also our emotional states. That's why like doing uh, any uh, mobility class that to stimulate the mechanoreceptors. That's why people feel, oh, I feel so great after this uh, stretching course, stretching class, because that's inducing their, the connecting the five senses with their emotions. Wow. So it's so incredible how you just connected our joints to our emotions, right? But it makes sense. And it's all through the receptor system. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So I funny thing is, I got a lot of people who have a hip replacement, the way I see Hip replacement people, because they cannot sense the hips so much, that also leads to the emotional the distress. Wow. Wow. The connection mm -hmm. between our joints and our emotions, something I haven't even looked into. Um, now the nervous system, one of my favorites. Mm. Uh, as, as we know, it's affected by so many things. We talked about sympathetic and, sympathetic and parasympathetic. Um, is there, in your opinion, what is really laying the most amount of stress on our nervous system? Is it just the American lifestyle, the way we eat? Is it overworking out? Is it people being in jobs they don't like? Is it people in relationships they don't like? Like, why are we so stuck in this sympathetic dominance? And uh, we talked about the shoulder drop, but in, in your experience, and I know you see a lot of people coming in, on a, in and out of motion in New York, where, where do we, what do you think? I think uh, two things is a uh, smartphone and then earbuds. I think these are the two biggest uh, factors that I see is affecting our our nervous system to over over regulate it. Mm. Because 
Earbuds. Mm-hmm. Earbuds. Huh. Yes. Go on. I got to hear this. And, I'm excited. Yes. There's a thing called binaural beats. What we hear on the right side, what we hear on the left side, is a different. And then it needs to, our, what we hear, and the, the brain needs to process, and then this uh, afferent information that we process needs to go out to the like muscle. But earbuds nowadays have uh, all this noise canceling. Noise canceling uh, technology is great for the listening to music, but this 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 isolate our body from the world, and because of that, what like as we walk, what we see, we need to also take the information through our like the sound but because there's a dissociation brain gets disrupted oh like what they see there's no no connection and what we see like there's so many stimulus out there you know white noise and then even the colors like so many tv shows right with all different colors that's affecting our over simulate our brain and again because there's a dissociation of the what we see and what we hear, that's disrupting our nervous system so much, and brain just stop like it starts get numbed down. So it's just uh yeah we just don't know how to calm ourselves. Mm. And you mentioned overstimulated so many times. It's it's sort of like a, an attack on our nervous system. But I find it so fascinating when you talk about. And it makes sense, the earbuds and how it is sort of noise canceling that which we're so used to hearing, right? Like, so uh, walking in New York City with noise canceling headphones, you want, you're supposed to hear cars honking. You're supposed to hear people walking past you, voices walking mm-hmm. past you. And you're saying because we're not, it's affecting our system because it's a very unnatural state to be in? Yes. Uh, because how our body works in order to stay in the parasympathetic state instead of the central focal like uh, this uh, attention when we get the peripheral visions you know what we hear and then peripheral visions is one that is uh, dominated by parasympathetic states but because we're so focused and looking at just a monitor all the time or just so busy just uh, looking at the going to the like walking on the street and this uh, noise canceling, we're shutting all this uh, peripheral nervous system. And this uh, central nervous system is just too upregulated. And that's causing body, like inhibiting our body to go into the parasympathetic states. Huge block. And how many many of us are experiencing that right now? And the cell phone Mm -hmm. overall, is your opinion on it just that it's overstimulating? It's too much? Yes, too much also. Like I said, energy component is something that a lot of people like neglecting. But 5G, Bluetooth, all this, uh, all this uh, Wi-Fi, these signals are disrupting our like uh, dynamics of uh, our energy as well. Hmm. Man, you know, I feel like we could talk for so long because there's so many aspects to our health that sort of I love that you condense them into really the pillars of what you see. And I'm happy that we got to go over the whole acronym of motion because uh, it got to highlight just how digestible each one is and how we can start optimizing each and while knowing what's affecting them all. So um, as much as we could talk, 
I know you're a busy guy. You probably have a line waiting outside that glass door. And um, where can people find you first and foremost? Uh, we are located in New York City. We're in the 42nd and Madison Avenue. And yeah, so, yep, we're in the New York City. Love it. And it's called Motion, M-O-C-E-A-N. And, mm -hmm. um, and the Instagram is what? Motion PT. And I, actually, I, I believe it's in Motion. Motion. M-O-C-E-A-N. M-O-C-E-A-N. And then, and then the website? It's uh, motionwell.com. Motionwell.com. Okay. So everyone viewing and listening, if you're in New York I, and, and, you got, and you got the space, the time, and you want to go, go check it out. It's, it's a analysis and experience that you will you would not expect. It's really fantastic to really get analytical data about your body in so many ways, not only from the alignment standpoint, but internally. And even as we were talking about, you did the energetic one on me and it was so funny. It was like, what emotions are you, do you, are you repressing? And I said, I feel like anger and fear are the deepest ones for me. And that's the one that the, the map showed on me. And you broke it down and you wrote down all the things that are connected. And I think that's the most beautiful part is connecting all the systems. That's a great talent that you have and putting it into one picture. And of course, it's spending time. You spend about an hour with me uh, just sitting down and talking. And then I got some treatments and it was awesome stuff. So everyone out there viewing and listening, if you're in New York, go check it out. Say Dr. G sent you. You can thank me later. And um, I got to thank you though. Thank you so much, Doc. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know how busy it is over there. And uh, all the love. You really educated us today. Thank you, Dr. G, for having me again. All right, my brother. Thank you. And we'll be seeing you soon.